Okay, land of milk and honey. All right, living out God's commanded blessing in the land of milk and honey. Okay. Uh, all right, you look from here. Today got slides so you can see from here later. Uh, Robert Lowe will help you how to read the Bible and more of that on your own. Okay, so now because we got slides, you can see the verses from here. Elisha cannot. Okay, now my listener. Huh? Okay, so we have uh, God's blessing. All right, God's word says that He has commanded a blessing on His children. All right, first for the Jews. See, the Jews are super blessed, right? Because they were God's chosen people. Correct? So God has covenant with them, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and God promised them that he will curse them, bless them. Okay? Sometimes you must test a bit. They all go sleep already. Okay, so uh, that means you're still awake. Okay, so how, but then we hear the blessing of God. All right? Every preacher say, okay, God bless you. Then we go back home, you don't feel the blessing, we don't see the blessing, right? Okay, now, how we are going to live out God's blessing and in the land of milk and honey. You all like milk and honey? <laughs> Ask Marianne. <laughs> she will say very nice. Okay, now let's see what is this all about. Okay, first, let's go to the promise of God. All right, Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. So Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 8, is about the blessings of obedience. So that time, Moses' time, right? So the law come in already. But God gave this to the people. If they obey all God's commandments, basically in the Ten Commandments, right? All these blessings shall follow them and overtake them. It's a promise. See, the Jews have come to, at this point, they already seen the mighty work of God, right? They have already come up from Egypt. God has manifested into the physical realm his power of uh, defeating, drowning the Egyptian, all right, of uh, uh, parting the Red Sea, of all the plagues coming on the Egyptian. And last was what? The killing of the firstborn of the Egyptian side until the Pharaoh let the children of Israel out. So to the Jews, they saw the power of God and many other miracles when they were in the wilderness. Correct? They saw the manna come down from the sky, from heaven. So for the Jews, their understanding of God is, their God is very powerful. <laughs> There's no one sick among them. Remember, when they came out, the, uh, the, the one Hollywood do is not correct, right? Where some of the children, uh, people are, you know, uh, lame or weak, okay? In the Bible, the correct version, yes, there's no one feeble or weak, even they may be 70 years old, like uh, uh, Elisha. They don't have any heart disease, any problem one, because God maintained them and sustained them, you know, with divine help. Okay? All they need to in the wilderness was to look at the, the, the snake, which represented that time, Christ, right, dying for us on the cross. So the Jews, when they they hear about God, they already saw that their God is powerful. Today, <laughs> very sad, right? That's why God is going to change all our uh, thinking of God, right? Because the God of the Jews, is he your God? Ah, now very 100% sure already. <laughs> yeah, and 
One thing about the God of Jews, that's why in the Hebrew letters, we will learn more, right? In English, we just hear God. Yeah? Any God also can, right? <laughs> Go to the temple also for God, right? And so it's God that sometimes no power, sometimes got power, everything. Right? But the, when the Jews, right, they can't even pronounce the name of God, it was that holy because they saw the fire of God come down, the pillar of cloud. They saw all the manifestation of their powerful God. Right, and how they were blessed. So when they have they hear the word of God, they know their, their God is Jehovah. That means Lord means uh, is, is almighty. You know, so many meanings inside there. Okay, that, that our English is so limited. So here we just put God. Uh. <laughs> okay, for them it's not right. So this Deuteronomy 28, well, up to verse 8, it's all about the blessings that God bless his people, provided they obey him. Okay? So in this last verse, this is the one that you, you, you say, but today we have these blessings belong to us because of <laughs> huh? Jesus. Jesus first. Okay? Jesus first. Because in Galatians, it says that this, and then after that, after this uh, verse 14, all the curses until verse around verse 16. Of disobedience that means your sickness if the to the jews is a result of disobedience when they disobey god's law they will get the curse of sickness whether it's cancer or fever it's all inside that uh, growth all right all these are curses it's all a result of disobedience for the Jews. So all they need to do is they obey God, they will have the blessings. They disobey God, they will have the curse, the sickness, disease, uh, uh, what no provision, lack, everything. But in Galatians, all right, uh, chapter 3, we are told that Jesus came. That's why we love Jesus so much. All right? When he came and died on the cross, he's the Messiah that the Jews rejected. They are looking still for the Messiah and this is the second coming. This time Jesus will come. They can see him face to face. And that he is the Messiah. He is the king. Okay. But for the Gentiles, whoever is not a Jew, all of us, Jesus came. He died on the cross. Right. And on the cross, what did the Bible say? He took the curse of all the punishment of disobedience. He was the only one who could fulfill the Ten Commandments to the dog. Because he had no sin. And because he can fulfill the Ten Commandments, all the blessings of the law were given to him. And then he gave to who? Yes, you are the beneficiary, right? So today in the New Covenant, is God made covenant with Jesus. You go down and fulfill the law because he's the only one qualified. So that when he fulfilled the law, for us to receive all the blessings, it's just believing in him. And then, come to beneficiary you like not to be beneficiary <laughs> of somebody super rich super powerful that's god all right who owns the cattle on a thousand hills who created this whole universe and then he put your name there if you have a millionaire on this earth all right and they make a will you say put me as beneficiary la. <laughs> i you adopt you i adopt you la. right because when you beneficiary means what you inherit you you are the one who benefit all right from their covenant or from their death okay and this is what happened right so all these blessings which are natural blessings also right because you talk about 
the fruit of the womb, the work of your hands and everything, right? These are not spiritual only. So we have all this because of Christ. And then the natural blessings in here, we also inherit because of Abraham's blessings. Abraham's blessings is that God will bless him, empower him to prosper and make him great and all the nations of the earth, which is also all the races of the earth, different ethnic, all right, will be blessed through Abraham. So we are, by natural, we are not children of Abraham. Correct? Because you're not Jew. Anyone here Jew? <laughs> yeah, just listening to one rabbi speaking. Oh, so interesting. He speak in Jew, Jewish language, Hebrew language, but they got the translation there. Interesting. I, I guess one day the Lord maybe give us a rabbi come and talk to us. Huh? <laughs> they teach very different one because their understanding of God is, I think, 10 times to 100 times more than us because they understand the Hebrew language. Right. So anyway, so these blessings are ours because of Jesus. So we have spiritual blessings, which the Jews don't have if they don't have Jesus, plus the natural blessings of this earth, right? Because we are through Christ and Holy Spirit, we link to Abraham's blessings. So we have actually everything, everything, right? Physical, spiritual, physical, every area is blessed in our life. When we realize where we come from, <laughs> okay? No more Adam, okay? <laughs> Sorry for Adam, okay? Yeah, we cross over to Jesus now, all right? So this wonderful blessing that we have in Deuteronomy 28, verse 8, it says Yahweh, see that, that is the name of God in Hebrew. It's so holy, they cannot even pronounce it. Commands the blessing with you in your storehouses. How many storehouses? Storehouses. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> Where can similar word is that what God will multiply your resources to us is resources. So how many banks? So today, God's bank exceed just public bank or uh, standard chartered, right? Storehouses all from heaven first, right? And then on earth, there are many sources of income that time for the Jews. Okay. Now remember, the Jews' God is the same God, right? To Jesus. Okay? So whatever they say there, we, it's ours to Christ. All right? So Yahweh command the blessing in your storehouses in every putting forth of your hand. So it's not they sit the Jew born, born, uh, born come out into this world and then they sit down there and then the heavens open and then <laughs> got milk, got honey, got everything come and feed them. No, not like that. Okay? There is a work of their hand. Right? The hands. Okay, so that's why uh, there is no, no nothing. Uh, God say that, the Bible say that if you don't work, don't eat. Right? Because work without sweat is God's will. When God made Adam and Eve, he put them in the garden and then he, he sent him them servants. No. <laughs> he said what? Tend the garden. Gardener, ah, then you have to find the screw, right? <laughs> That's why the Holy Spirit showed him the school. Otherwise, you go to the garden and then sit down there. Okay? So you have to tend your garden, right? So the, the, the work that he gives us, but this time is without stress, without sweat. Okay? When God redeemed us from the stress, the worry, oh, I grow this plant, don't know whether it can grow or not. You know, I do this job, whether it will be taken away from me or not. Okay? So no, there will be something for us to do, something that we will enjoy doing with the joy of the Lord, yeah? when Jesus come in and 
he will bless this hand. This hand, today we will see a bit in the Hebrew letter, okay, is the empowerment. Five here, five here, right? God's empowerment, giving us the power, is in the letter Ka. Wow, I learned quite a lot already in this whole week. <laughs> Every day, just look at it. No, 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 no. You know, it's, but it's exciting, okay? In the putting off from your hand, that means God wants to use you to use your hands, right? It talks about work, but without stress. He has blessed you in the land where God is giving you. So the first thing is to get rid of the mind of the world is that the, the world say you have to find your own <laughs> survival, all right? No one is going to give you anything from small, you already teach your child, right? Don't think, ah, everything free, one, ah. <laughs> there's no such thing as free, okay? So these things come inside us. Then when we come to know God, we also cannot accept that he give us anything. You know, we work for it, but we work with toil, with heart, you know, with this mentality that nothing is free. That's why we cannot receive from God. But God has to clear our mind, right? That he, God, has given us life free. That's why you said Jesus set you free, free from what, right? Free from poverty, free from lack, free from sickness, free from disease, free from fear. No more need to be fearful already. Next time you go see doctor, you are the doctor. <laughs> you tell the doctor, excuse me, God healed me already. <laughs> okay, that's who we are in Christ. Okay, so we have been uh, given, right? Come to this, as you feed your spirit man, God gives to me. He wants to give to me. He wants to give life to me. He wants to bless me instead of he wants to take from me. Okay, when you have that, you open the way for God to pour his blessing on you. Okay, the meaning and commentary of this verse is, these are from scholars, right? The Lord shall command. So the, the blessing upon you in your storehouses, right? Where are storehouses? Your barns, okay? Your uh, granaries, your cellar, today your work, your, your company, your, your business, right? If you have a business, that is your storehouse. Okay, get what will happen there. God say, right, what else? The wine, the oil that were laid up for preserving the corn. So in your storehouse, so sometimes the business is like as if the devil is, is something eating it up, right? Got enemy there, right? Or in your storehouse got ants eating up your crops. Okay, just done your plantation. So what did God say to them for the Jews? All right, today for us, the, the wine, the earthquake, it will be blessed, right? Those ants cannot devour. Those insects cannot devour your business. Those enemies or competitors cannot beat you, your business. That's what God is saying because he command the blessing. Command means what? Commander. He already set out the order and who is he? That's why we need to realize who is God. For them, the Jews, no problem. God is the ultimate, the Yahweh. So when God say it, that's it. But today, the problem is the new creation. <laughs> the Christian, God, uh, who is God? Uh? <laughs> that's where come to reveal himself to us, right? That their God is our God. So when God command, he promised, say something, that's what he will do. All right? So he commanded what? A curse? A blessing. All right? Blessing is the power to make wealth. Power to create wealth, as in Deuteronomy 8.18. Right, what he give you is he give you a power to do it. 
all right, the potential, the ability. So in all the work of your hands, whatever is it, business or job or whatever, in all that you set your hand into, all right, whatever that you do, all the manufacturing, you've got a manufacturing company, occupation, your trades, right? Employment, you're employed in the culture of their wines, the olives, and other fruit trees. So you, if you are a farmer, right, the crops, okay, everything will grow. There won't be the locusts come and eat. God will protect your job, your business. So you won't like lose job or lose business if you understand properly today's uh, <laughs> something very important, right? Because what is the concern of human being? The job, uh, money, uh, okay? All these things. And there's nothing wrong. God doesn't say, oh, no, no. You don't need, don't worry about all these things. Okay? Because he made us spirit, soul, and body. The body was to enjoy this earth. Okay? So he came and Jesus said, I know you are thinking of all these things, about what to eat, what to wear, money problem, all those things. Then he said what in Matthew 6. It says, these are the things that the unbeliever think about day and night. <laughs> Meditate day and night. Right? The unbeliever, those who don't know God, or those who have God, their mind is occupied. Now you switch back. Are you in the same boat? <laughs> have you? Are we occupied with the world things? Eh? Then Jesus said what? Anybody? <laughs> what do you say about this thing? Huh? Yes, it says what? Okay, yes, uh, you got all these needs, right? This is what the world, people without God, the unbeliever, they worry about, occupy their mind. Uh, for Robert Lowe every day, what to cook. <laughs> but he's thinking for us. <laughs> so they want, okay. <laughs> so, but Jesus said what? I come to reveal you, to reveal to you another kingdom that is not worried, that's not always thinking about what to wear, what to decide. Because in that kingdom of God, everything one that is sufficient, that is, imagine if your house suddenly got everything, you stop thinking already, right? What to eat, what to, that has a, it's like a storehouse for, 20 years ahead, you know, those are prepared for war. And, uh, <laughs> they go into this, they put a lot of food inside there, right? So if you live there, in a sense, you don't think anymore, right? Because everything also got there. This is where God's kingdom is. Everything also got, <laughs> right? So Jesus come from God's kingdom. It's like looking at us here on this earth and then we cannot see properly. <laughs> we only see lack. But his kingdom up there is heaven. He came from where? He came the place of complete provision, total abundance. That's where God is. So he's look at us. Oh, yeah, you're worried about what? I said, I don't know. Actually, my kingdom got everything and I want to give it to you. You understand? So that's where Jesus is coming from. Okay? And when he opened our eyes to see, oh, yeah, my God, uh, my father uh, actually got everything up. Uh, then we stop worrying and then we learn the things of the kingdom that will continue to bring in all these blessings from the heavenly realm or spiritual realm where we don't see into manifest into our physical realm. That's why it says, seek first the kingdom of God. So what is the kingdom of God? It, Romans says it is the righteousness, peace and joy in the 
Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. You'll seek the spiritual things. Okay, today a little bit I will explain about what is this righteousness, but it's, it's very different from uh, what you've heard before. Okay, so if we seek the spiritual things, all right, which is in his kingdom, peace, joy. Ah, joy, right? <laughs> right, go for it, seek for this spiritual joy, right? The peace, and then his righteousness. Right, he's the one who made you right, not you. Correct? Then all these things will come to you. You will attract. Right? Those of you who are loving the spirit, more and more blessing is coming. You are just attracting. Right? Okay, so here. And he shall bless you in the land that the Lord gives you. What? With health and long life. Amen? Elisha? Yes. A healthy, long life. Then we need to know God's word, right? Where he says specifically about every issue of life. Okay? One of the things is long life. So yesterday I was talking, someone tried to tell you, no, I think you got this disease. You cannot live more than six months. <laughs> then panic already. <laughs> All right? Fear come in. But if you have God's word that God say you will live long life, then you say, I reject that <laughs> because God said, my God, Jehovah, says that I will live long life. Not only long, no, not miserable life, healthy life, okay? Good life, abundant life, long one, all right? That is your Psalm 91. At the end, if you, if you meditate Psalm 91, which is that whoever abide under the shadow of the mighty, then 1004 on my side, the one vanished more already, right? <laughs> And the last verse is where it says that God will satisfy you. Satisfy means you eat until you're super happy. Satisfied, it is okay, enough already. Right? With what? With long, full life. Now, you meditate this until it becomes normal to you. This is what you believe in. No one else can change your mind. Correct or not, Venice? Yeah, but it takes time, right? <laughs> not one time you listen tomorrow, you forget already. Okay? But you keep on feeding it. Why is it tomorrow you can forget? Because tomorrow we go back into the listening to the world again, listening to our five senses again. Then they crowd out the word of God. All right, that's why we continue to meditate daily, day and night in Joshua 1.8. Okay. And with an abundance. So what did God command? What did God as the captain of the host with an army in heaven? What did he command? all his people, all right? Actually, he actually tell or commanded all the angels to make all this happen for his children, all right? If they were for them, in obey him. Health, long life, abundance of all bad things. Good things. What are the good things? For this physical world, children, a house, a car, good thing, nice food, okay? Good job. All these are good things, right? Is it God don't want to, you to have? No, that's God understanding that God wants his children to suffer. Okay? No, he wants to have, his children to have good things. Alright? Abundance some more. A lot, a lot. So we got a lot of food here, right? <laughs> more satisfied. Eat until you're satisfied. And it being a land flowing. Flowing is means don't stop one. It's like you open the tap. Keep on flowing, right? 
So this land, all right, this place that God put us in, in the spiritual realm and manifest into the natural is always flowing. Okay, there's a source. We flow from God. The source is from heaven. Okay, and then it flows with milk and honey. Nourishment for you, for your spirit, for your body. Honey is always sweet, not bitter. Right, that's why for the Jews, they, they celebrate Rosh Hashanah, their new year, with honey, pomegranate, milk, all the wonderful things from the word of God. That, that their life, this whole year, all right, when they celebrate new year, like we celebrate Chinese new year, right, is this whole year will be sweet. You like that? Or you want a bitter year? <laughs> yeah. For the Jews, it's such a huge celebration because they know that God is going to give them sweet, abundance of sweet things, good things, sweet life. Okay? And this is what we already have been given in Jesus Christ. But how to live it out today? Okay, this is where uh, the Holy Spirit led me from here. Jehovah Psalms 23. All right, Psalms 23. I think almost everyone can quote the most common psalm. <laughs> okay, you're going to see a different understanding. We're not going to go through all because just the revelation in the third verse all right, will already blow your mind. Jehovah is my shepherd, I will not lack. Okay, let's start first. Actually, the word, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord here is Jehovah. The all-sufficient one, you know, the almighty one. So when we say the Lord, we don't think of that, right? <laughs> if we don't understand, that's why the secrets are all inside the Hebrew letters. When we understand from Hebrew, right, we have a different understanding, we see a different God. Okay, so this Jehovah is almighty, it's all-sufficient. So can you see now? All sufficient. That means there's no lack of uh, salt or pepper or a garlic bread. <laughs> okay. So with that all sufficient God, He is the one who is your shepherd. Shepherd speaks of guiding you, taking care of you. All right. Leading you, leading the sheep. So we are the sheep with Jehovah, the all sufficient one, as our shepherd. Okay. And therefore, that's why the, the second part says, I do not lack. But if we don't understand law, we will still, still lack. Uh. <laughs> I lack this, I lack that. And then Jesus is like, okay, he came like 2,000 years ago. Right? But the, for the Jews, when, when David, King David uh, wrote this psalm, he says, Yahweh, Yahweh, the all-sufficient one, the one who does not lack anything, is your shepherd, is the one who will take care of you. Right? So, therefore, there's nothing that you lack. Nothing that you ever need that Yahweh cannot have, cannot give you. So, the word lack, you won't, you won't decrease. Okay? So, you don't say, oh, today, my, what I have is like this. Tomorrow, lack is come smaller and smaller. It won't. It won't happen. Become smaller because God is the one of increase, not decrease. Okay? There is no minus. Right? So, there's no diminishing in God. There's no want. If you desire something, all right, when you walk with the Lord, you just need to think on it or have a desire in that you want to eat. Well, eh? <laughs> and then you will find the next day or something, somebody will bring it. 
See, the Jehovah, the all-sufficient one, is your God. He knows even sometimes before we ask what we want, and then it will, he will bring it for you. Okay? So that is, it don't have. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love, so a place of rest. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. Okay. So there are tracks, there are paths, right? In our spiritual, our life in Christ. So take you to a place of water, oasis. Now, he restores, up to verse 3, he restores my soul. This is the same one. That's what a shepherd do. He leads me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. So this is something we are used to for 15 years, right? This verse. Let's see today what Holy Spirit said. That, okay, this TP, is TPT version. What happened was, I think on Thursday, right? So on, every day I will ask the Lord before I preach what he wants. I know, new manner, I don't give you old, old bread, okay? <laughs> so some people, okay, I teach spirit man before 10 years, uh, five years ago. It's all very different, correct? Right? Yeah, because, if, I mean, the verse is still the same, but the revelation has increased, all right? So Thursday morning as I woke up, I heard this word from the Holy Spirit. It's wonderful to get up early, right? You, you wake up early or not? <laughs> You're all alone. Wake up early. Everything is quiet, you know, and you can hear God like clearer. So that's where I normally hear Him. And then I hear the Holy Spirit say one word He gave me <clears throat> footsteps. <laughs> Just like, you know, you wake up and you got images for me. Sometimes I got vision, sometimes dream, but a lot of times, most of the time, it's words. So, footstep. That's quite sleepy, I find something. <clears throat> okay, footstep, what is that? <laughs> footstep. And <clears throat> it's not like one of those spiritual words, right? Glory or whatever. Footstep. Okay, anyway, I write it down before I fall asleep again. Then after that, I wake up, then I look at it, footstep. What do you mean, Lord? And that's where, within the day itself, he led me to all this revelation which I've never seen before, okay? <clears throat> and this psalm, I've never read it. In, even I read it, I didn't see. It, oh, he, that's where he restores and revives my life, okay? That means give you back your full life. Last time, not healthy. Today, he restore to full health. And then he says, he opened to me the right path. So we need a path, right? We need direction. He leads me along in his footsteps. I thought I saw wrongly. <laughs> footsteps inside the Bible, I haven't really seen before. You know, I always go New King James or other version. But then footsteps is only those people who write, right? Uh, the, the, the quote that follow the footsteps and the beach one. That's all I know. Footsteps in the Bible. And then I look again. It is in the Bible. It is in the TPD translation. And then, of course, I have to check the concordance, <laughs> which I never checked before for this particular, this way. And then of righteousness, so that I can bring honor to his name. So I said, Wow, oh, Holy Spirit, you tell me about footsteps. It's inside your word because you all know me very well. Anything not in the word, I won't really teach one. Okay, <laughs> but it must be in the word. So you see, this is in Psalms 23, where the Lord is our shepherd. And then there is a path that he's going to lead us, right? Lead us in paths of righteousness. And there are 
along the way footsteps. Okay. So if we follow this footstep, we will end up actually verse 6 is what? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of our life. That means you will have enjoy all the good things. All right, the merciful things, the ones you don't deserve, also God give you the good things. Okay, and then the, the in the presence of your enemies, there's another verse because I'm not going to bring it up, right? Too long. Right, so your enemies also defeated. It's just exactly like Deuteronomy 8, like that. Right, the blessings of God will be overflowing in your life, but you need a shepherd. Okay, provided you have a shepherd to lead you and you are walking and following his footstep. Okay, let's see what is this footstep. Okay, the path. Okay, the path will lead me in paths of righteousness, which in most translation, this path. Okay, so it is a track. You all go trekking, right? <laughs> you can, do you all follow the track or you simply go, <laughs> go up the mountain, you simply go, you don't follow your tracker in this unknown place, right? And we are living and moving in the unknown most of the time, right? So there must be a track. So only the, the one in charge, if it's a new territory, you will follow your, what do you call that, guide, guide, right? And you follow their track. Don't try to be funny and then you'll get lost. <laughs> then you have to call for 911 to come and rescue you, right? So normally, if you want to go hiking into a place that you don't know, you want to explore, all right? Those with, ah, like Joan and all that, I'd like to go explore. If it's a new place, you have to follow your guide. Ah, who is so clever? Go find another track. After that, round and round they go. They are lost. Okay. So, huh? Oh, Joan and me. He never followed. You never follow her, is it? <laughs> ah, you need to follow the proper track and then have a guide, right? Because if you think, okay, I know, I know, I know, then you may end up lost. This is why we have the first verse says, The Lord Jehovah, all sufficient one, need to be, we need to acknowledge him as our shepherd first. Okay, so this track is the word inside the meaning in the Hebrew. All right, it uh, has a meaning of circular. Okay, so it's going, uh, it's like a, a circular track like that, round track, and this is exactly what it means. All right, the word path or the word track in the Hebrew it means circular or round. So. The Lord leads me in circular paths of righteousness to bring honor to his name. So in the Israel, all right, where the shepherd takes out sheep, when he wants to bring the shepherd, wants to bring the sheep up, up, huh? not down, up. That's why we are going up, right? Up to, towards God, going from one level to another of uh, a maturity of glory. We are going up. The shepherd will lead the sheep in a circular motion around the hill. Okay, so I found, I don't know, can find one picture like that. Right? Most is just on the ground. But when they go up, even in normal uh, tracking, they go round one, right? Nobody go, <laughs> they all drop down. Okay? They go round. The track is made round the hill to go to the up. So this is what it means, okay? That follow the footstep, the, the, the track is actually circular. It's a circular motion, okay, to go up. And then you see it. So the Hebrews, they see things in life as cyclical. 
All right, everything is based on cycles. This is a commentary, it's very powerful based on the world that we can observe and see around us in creation. So for the Jews, we learn a lot from them, right? Because they have all the wisdom of God. They see things, got cycles, right? Okay, and then the preacher in Ecclesiastes says what? Right, what profit a man from his labor, he do under the sun, one generation pass away, there's another generation, another cycle, right? But the earth is still there. Then the sun rise, also the sun go down. Okay, and then go to the place where he arose. So everything has a cycle. Then we observe the natural cycles in nature. Correct? In nature, you have seed. Then become plant. Then become fruit. Then go back to seed. Then you go back the same cycle. You plant the seed, then you get fruit. Then you have seed again. Then you take the seed, you plant again. It's a cycle. Correct? Then you have another aspect of cycle as the hours. The second become minute, hour. Then become day. Then become week. Then become year. And it keep on the same cycle, right? Then you have spring, summer, autumn, winter. The song, right? <laughs> okay. So after that, go back another cycle. From winter, come back to spring, summer, autumn, winter. So it's again a cycle that they follow through. Or we follow through. Same as birth and life. After giving, after you are born, you live, then you die. And every human being has to go through this cycle. Born, live, life, and then die. Okay? So this is a cycle. So the Holy uh, Jesus, Jehovah God, will lead his sheep in cycles. Okay, so that's why we say, oh, today I've become Christian. Why are not all the blessings manifest already? <laughs> ah, you understand? It comes in cycles. All right, so we need to understand how these cycles, right, to, to live in that land of milk and honey forever in our life, we need to go into these cycles, all right, that God has. All right, so the first one, so God gave his people a calendar to keep track of these cycles of days, months, weeks, and years. So that's why God worked within his calendar for this earth, right? All the prophecies and the timing also work within his calendar of cycles, right? The moon, the stars help us to track. Those are called cycles of time. That's how he governed the whole universe. If suddenly one this cycle breaks already, then tomorrow got no sun. <laughs> Next day got no moon, right? Everything will go haywire, right? So a Colossian said, God hold all this in his power, in his hand. He governed the whole universe. Okay? So before we go further, the righteousness, the path of righteousness is the right way. Yes. God's righteousness is the ability, the standing. But also another understanding of righteousness is the right way. Right? You walk in righteousness, you walk in the right way. The right way of God, not of what we think is right. Or wrong the righteousness of god means his right ways okay and one of his right ways is that we can only come to him through jesus christ all right not our own effort that is the right righteousness of god so he gives us a standing his way is jesus have to die we just have to go by faith our way is we try to do good to get the blessing okay so his way is the right way is by faith that is one of the right ways all right and the righteousness also means prosperity. If we follow in the path of God's right way, 
we, we, we get prosperity, prosperous, right, in our life. Okay, so the Lord guarantees, another word for command is guarantee. You all like guarantee, you know? <laughs> you buy anything, but guarantee, you know? <laughs> How many years can last? Isn't it? That's what a guarantee means, right? You buy any washing machine or what, you want to know how many years guarantee, worth it or not. <laughs> but the longer the guarantee, the better. Anything fail, you know you can go back. So God already guarantee you for your whole life, commanded guarantee the blessing. Right, that you in Christ to Christ, you will be you will be blessed. Okay, the guarantee is that from Jehovah Yahweh, guarantee of blessing on what? On a few things, on everything that you do, your hand, right? Touches another version to understand it more deeper and fill your storehouses with grain. So why are you sitting out there waiting, uh, worrying about tomorrow whether the job can lose or not? He already guaranteed you, right? So if there's something wrong with that job, before you know the Lord, then he will just remove it and give you another one. So that's where we believe in God that all, all things work for my good now. Okay? So we don't like, that's it. That's my life. That's my money. No more. Go die. <laughs> okay? Okay. So when we have God, it's different already. We look at things very different perspective from God's viewpoint. Okay? So he guaranteed us. Ah, you all like that, right? So this one is eternal guarantee. Even how good the manufacturer, he guarantee you still got expiry date. Or not. Anything in this world that is made and then guaranteed for life. <laughs> <Don't have> a... <laughs> yeah, always got a certain number of you. Otherwise, the manufacturer also go bankrupt, right? <laughs> because everything itself, the people come back. Because everything will decay, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know how they're doing. Okay. So, it will decay, right? Everything on this earth will decay. Definitely. Everything is temporal. You cannot, even the phone cannot last forever. So, the only thing that can last forever is, is God's word. Eternal. And our spirit man. And whatever God bless, right? In the spiritual. Okay. So first start, remember the path, the footstep, all right? The first thing in the cycle of God in Genesis, where he created the heavens and the earth, then in Genesis 8, verse 22, he says, as long as this earth remains, as long as there is earth, right? later on there will be new earth. This earth too already, right? Yeah. There will be, the first cycle is seed time and harvest. Just now we saw, right, the first one. The seed, the plant, the fruit, and then the seed. The seed, the plant, the fruit, and then the seed. It will be a cycle for how long? Uh, as long as there's earth. <laughs> okay, if there's no more earth, then it won't don't need this already, right? As long as there's earth, and definitely earth is still here, we're living here, this cycle will go on and on and on and on. So we are going to use this cycle. We flow with God, right? We flow with his cycle. All right? Otherwise, we expect, what well, today, uh, a lot of blessing. And then from the next day, no more already. <laughs> because we didn't follow the cycle. You understand? We follow his cycle. Because this is what God has already ordained for how this whole world is going to operate. So, the other one, cold heat, cannot go through all yet. Uh. 
So the first one for the blessing to come into our lives, we follow the first cycle, which is seed time and harvest, right? So seed time, in the word seed, is the word zira, right? In Hebrew, and that's where you have inside that word children, okay? Seed got children inside. Seed got what? Fruits inside. Seed got a, a practitioner of righteousness, God's way inside. Okay, it's a seed, it's a fruit, it's a plant, and it's the word for child. Okay, that's why you have to have a seed for a couple, then together, then only can have a child, right? But normally we see seed, we don't see the child yet until manifested. Oh, say, okay, this is a child. Then we forget that it came from a seed. All right, but God wants us to see the seed and see the child in the seed, see the fruit in the seed. Ah, that's where we're starting to see from the spiritual, the way God sees. Okay? Except even in redemption at the garden, after uh, Adam fell, he said the seed of the woman, straight away God referred to the seed, the redemption. Jesus Christ will come from the woman. You all know why from the woman? <laughs> why? Jesus cannot come from Adam. Huh? <laughs> the seed needs a sperm. Right? Cannot come from Adam because Adam sinned already. So his blood, everything got sin inside. So Jesus cannot be, uh, but the seed had to be come out from the woman, he has to become man. That's why the Holy Spirit overshadowed, uh, actually fertilized, right? The, uh, the seed from Mary so that Jesus did not partake of Adam's sin because he was sinless, he was righteous. That's why he's qualified to become our savior, our substitute because he is without sin. If you got sin from Adam, that's why no human being, no matter how, good their actions are can save you because all came from <laughs> Adam, the sin, all right? So Jesus didn't come from him. That's why he had to be born of a virgin, all right? And the Holy Spirit, it's like God is our father, right? Holy Spirit fertilized the egg, the seed. And then today we receive Jesus, he become our father, not Adam, <laughs> all right? Okay, so how? Help, let's see, all right, from God's perspective, from the spirit realm, look at the seed. In the seed is the child, is the, 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 the blessing, the, the fruit, all right? That's how God sees. And following the cycle, right? So in the, uh, it comes from the word Zara as well. Actually, it means to create. When God created the earth, okay? But we will go into that deep today. It means to become pregnant. Okay, so when you sow, all right, sow or plant a seed, you are like becoming pregnant. So when you all plant seed, you all are pregnant. Pregnant immediately come out or not? The baby. <laughs> it takes in the natural nine months. So when we sow seed, we don't say, oh, today I sow, tomorrow. No, it's like pregnant like that. Okay, you are already pregnant. You're going to give birth to the child or to the fruit to your harvest, to whatever it is that you planted, okay? So, when you see a seed, you are going to 
So it's going to be, you're going to be pregnant. Okay, let's look at Genesis. So he brought back all the goods. This is Abraham. Okay, Abraham, our father also on this earth. He brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods as well as the women and the children and the people. And the king of Sodom, so he went for a war and came back. King of Sodom is the enemy side. Went out to meet him at the valley of Shabeh. That is the uh, valley. And after his return from the defeat, and the kings were with him. Melchizedek. So there were two. There was Abraham there here after his uh, battle that he won. So he got a lot of things, right? Oops. And then there is this king of Sodom, the enemy side, meeting Abraham. At the same time, there's another person called Melchizedek. The Bible says no record of his past without descent, without, and today many believe he's Jesus, right? So the Melchizedek king of Salem, Salem is peace, brought out bread and wine to greet Abraham after his uh, uh, victory, after his work, uh, right? He was the priest of the Most High and he blessed him. Melchizedek blessed Abraham, okay? And said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. Now, see, again, when they say God Most High, they refer to not like our God. We don't have any imagination of what he is. Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. So now we say, the God of Adeline, Jehovah. Wow, he possessed heaven and earth. Suddenly, Right, your God is rich. <laughs> no more, your God is poor or cannot do, cannot provide. He already owned the whole universe, heaven and earth. Okay, so this Melchizedek blesses Abraham, declaring that the one who owned heaven and earth, that's who he represents, is the one who's blessing Abraham. That means he has the power to bless. He had you know, some if people say, Okay, I give you, and then you know that a lot very poor one. So you give me what? Huh? I give you one million, then you know you don't even have one million. <laughs> How is he going to give? You? That's why in this world we don't believe people anymore. Okay, so they all talk only, say only, right? But when God say things, ah, he has the means to make it good, right? Because that's who he is, and when we believe him for who he is, that's where the manifestation takes place. Okay, so. What, what happened here is, and blessed be God who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abraham gave Melchizedek, what? A tithe, all right, of all that he has gotten from his uh, victory, all right, the, the, the battle or what he, he did. He gave a 10%. So this is before the law came in. Abraham tied to Melchizedek, which today represents Jesus, or actually the time it was Jesus, uh, most, most, uh, mostly is, uh, you, it has to be him, uh, although it's not said, because Jesus haven't come yet. Okay, now let's look at something here. Okay, so he gave all the physical things, right? Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, so the king of Sodom, the enemy side, the devil side, also got talked to Abraham. He said, give me the persons, take the goods for yourself. He wants the people. Abraham, Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, and that I will take 
nothing from a thread or a standard strap and that I will not take anything that is yours lest you say I have made Abraham rich. So Abraham had two choices. Okay, One was the devil or today represent uh, uh, Sodom telling him, you give me or I will give you. You know, and then now he's the dead. God tell him, I bless you. But he cannot see anything physical. Except only what the young man had eaten and the portion of the man who went with me. So it says, I don't want you, Sodom, to say that you make me rich. The rich is what? It's not a spiritual rich. Okay, this rich is actually the, the meaning of possessions, wealth, okay, that, that the king of Sodom promised him if he would do what he said. But he said, I don't want anything from you, all right? Lest you say, you are the one who make me rich. So, tithe, tithe, all right? The word tithe in the Hebrew, right, the 10%, right, is ma'asil, okay, which means the 10 part. Okay, so when he got whatever he had, and then he gave the 10 part. It is made up. You see the letter? Shin is also there. Now you can recognize a bit more. There. <laughs> okay. There's a letter Shin. There's a few other letters. And then there's a letter Mem in front. Okay. So that is the type. But take out the word Mem. All right. You have left. Asha, with the shin, the fire, and the transformation. See, it's not just fire, it's God inside the tithe. All right, that means it's God inside that 10% that belongs to him. All right, and the fire is inside. When, when we tithe, transformation begins to happen in the realm of our material wealth as well as every area okay so asha right in that word with the shin inside and a few other letters is to become rich so when abraham said to king of sodom i don't take anything from you lest you say i'm rich he already gave to melchizedek his tithes he knew that his tithing to Melchizedek to God already make him rich because he's a Hebrew, he's a Jew, right? <laughs> he understands the Hebrew letters. <laughs> he knows that he is rich. The tithe in the tithe is rich. It's the word rich. So he, and the word God inside. So God will make him rich. That's why he told the you, you don't need to make me rich. All right, and God is the one who make me rich. Okay, so ma'asir is the type, and then asir is inside. The rich is inside the type. And God is rich or poor. <laughs> okay, all right. So another way of interpreting is the rich is inside the type, and the type belongs to God, right? It's His. So all with ma'asir, the one tithing becomes rich. Interesting. And the Jews just follow this. Okay? 
the Jews just follow because this is something that was said. And not only that, Abraham before the law. Abraham did this knowing that his God is the possessor of heaven and earth and that he is rich. Possessor means rich, right? If you possess nothing, then you're poor, right? <laughs> you got a lot of possessions, you're rich. Okay, so the rich, God's rich, is inside the tithe. And the one who tithes becomes rich. The tithe also can be like a seed, right? As I told before, right? The Bible said about finances as our seed, all right? God's word is a seed. Finances is a seed, okay? That we plant, the cycle, okay? The cycle of planting and then become uh, uh, the seed, then become plant, then become fruit, then seed again. Then we do what? Plant again, right? So this tithing is a cycle. That's why they keep on doing it. The Jews, all right? And they see their prosperity, they become pregnant. Right over time, after these things, then the word after this thing immediately after Genesis 14, the last verse where Abraham tied to Melchizedek, was this God appeared to him after tithing? God appeared to you, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not something unusual, right? Even in Solomon, right, when he gave his offerings and all that. Then the Lord appeared. Then next time you say, speak, Lord, then you say, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, God might just ask you what you want, right? But you will choose what? Wisdom and understanding, <laughs> like Solomon, right? And then you say what? To Solomon. Oh, because you have not asked for riches, I'll make you rich. Because we are no more uh, a servant of money, right? Now money serves us to serve God, right? So then after this tithing incident, God appeared to Abraham or Abram to confirm his promise. Right? In Genesis 12, God already gave him the promise. But when he confirmed again, after his tithing to Melchizedek, all right, which is Jesus. I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Shield means what? Protector, right? Huh. So in our tithing, the blessing, the wishes, there is also protection. Malachi 3.10. 11, right? I will rebuke the devourer. Just now we saw the blessing of Deuteronomy 28. It says that what? No insects, you know, can destroy your, your business, your work of your hands. I will make sure I protect, okay? Because the fire burn away all this. The fire is in the tide, right? The chin, right? So, I am your shield. So, we need protection as well in this world because there are many evil that's coming against us, right? And God becomes our protector and our reward. So, two things there. He is our protector. He is also our rewarder. All right? He will reward you. Reward is good or not? You don't want reward or not? <laughs> Who doesn't want? We just want protection, don't want reward. Both, right? Yeah, both is blessing. Okay, protecting from the evil one and reward from God, from the heaven above. Now, this part, okay, Joshua 1, 3, every place, so when, after they come out from the wilderness, Joshua was their leader. Joshua represents Jesus, right? It's a Hebrew name for Jesus. So, Joshua was to take the children of Israel into where? The promised land, uh, just now the land that flowed with milk and honey, where God commanded the blessing. Then, what did uh, Joshua say? 
every place that the sole of your foot shall, uh, God say, God say actually, God said to Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I've given you, as I said unto Moses. So that time they have to go and conquer the territory, right? Physical land. So God said, whatever you go in, you, your foot touch that land, I give it to you. You touch that land, that's how they conquer land, right? Conquest, right? By his walking. He walk, touch the land, that land becomes deceased. So look at this word. Remember God said, spoke to me, footstep. <laughs> wow, suddenly it all come out. Oh, I'm so amazed at what God wants for us, all right? I have given you. So whatever the soul of your foot, let's look at this word, the soul. The soul is made of the letter ka. Hebrew letter again. Very interesting uh, letter. All right. Ka. There are two, but the first one is ka. So it means the palm, the hand, you can mean the leg. It's like a cup like that, the hollow inside. All right. So your hand got hollow, right? Your leg also got the curved part. It's like calf, right? It's this, this shape, what the letter. It's the palm of the hand or the power, the sole of the feet. Okay? It's a hand shape, like branches of palm trees. Right? Also, you know, God was talking to us about palm trees, the leaves of the palm trees. Figuratively, it means power. So the sole of the feet, like a hand, calf like that, you got power, right? Use your hand to do things and they bring finances, they bring wealth, everything, right? It's speak of hand. Jesus is the right hand, authority as well. Okay? So it's the sole, the, the palm or the spoon, right? The foot, it means in Hebrew, regal, it actually means a step. So you have the sole, the, 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 the calf, right? The hand, as well as the step to possess, okay? Remember, God is talking to Joshua about possession in the promised land, all right? Then he says, all you need to do is take a step at a time where your foot goes in, right? With the hand, go and take what is yours. I will give it to you. If you can open up your hand, walk inside there, take that step, take that blessing, it's yours. Can you see now a little bit spiritual side today? Anyone can see anything? <laughs> okay, let's go on. All right. So another time, again, the word footstep appear. Song of Solomon. Okay, so to conquer the land, to get the promises, the possession today, which are all in the promises of God. What are the things you want to possess? Health is one. All right. Financial. All right, prosperity, every area, happiness, joy. All right, you want to possess, right? You want help or not? One, right? So how do you get it? In this blessing that God already said is yours, using a step at a time, follow the cycle of God, okay? And begin to do in that area, just now about sit and harvest, it's more for financial side, to follow that one, okay? Another side on health. Follow how to declare God's word. Take a step at a time. Meditate God's word. Put inside first. It took you one year, right? Yeah. To, to, to take up your, uh, to, to put God's word inside you. It's like taking that step, using up the hand, the power that you have, 
right? To put in God's word, to speak it out until the time comes, it's ripened already, the cycle, right? Digested already, then you can speak over the devil or over the sickness. So it all go by cycle, but it is in your power. That's why God said, I have given you the power to get well. He didn't say, I give you the wealth. I give you the power, the potential, the ability, the ko'ah in the Hebrew, in, in Deuteronomy 8.18. He will give you wisdom. Right? He will give you ideas right, of how to create wealth. Right? Using your hands. Right? At a, a step at a time. So take one promise, one step. Don't all the promises you want. Okay, then one day you need. Tomorrow don't do it. <laughs> one day meditate. Go through cycle. Okay, so if uh, Solomon, all right, if you do not know Ophiris among women, or right, Solomon always represents Jesus, our king, follow in the footsteps of the flock and feed your little goats beside the shepherd's tent. So this is how today's topic is about how we're going to live out these commanded blessings in the promised land, right? The land flowing at time. All the promises God. But are we just living one time? No, we're going to live through cycles and by step by step. As we see this promise, then we follow the cycle of God, follow the footsteps in the footsteps of the flock. The shepherd is Jesus Christ, right? And he has many sheep. Even Abraham is his sheep and he became a shepherd, right? So, and then the second part after I'll show you, you, you will feed them beside the shepherd's tent. Okay, so the footsteps, Finally, I saw it, right? It's follow at the heel. It's aqua or, or, or ka, right? It means follow at the heel means what? Where's the heel? Follow very? Yes, follow closely. So you got the sheep, follow papa one. <laughs> Disappeared, yeah. Lost, drop into the drain, right? So God say, follow closely, right? Follow closely to circumvent, all right? Find a way around the obstacle. If you come to a construction in the road, you can seek to circumvent. So get the wisdom of God. You need to follow closely. Listen to teaching. Listen closely. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> follow closely, okay? Because you miss, right? The moment you turn, distraction, the shepherd don't know where already. The sheep go somewhere already. Then you are the lost sheep. <laughs> okay? We don't want to be the lost sheep. So we follow closely, right, to the teachings of God, to where God is leading us as the shepherd. And where do we follow? All right, let's, let's see. At the hill, okay? Follow the footstep. This one is what the Holy Spirit said to me. Follow the footstep of our ancestors. Who, one of the ancestors is who? The, the one we brought up, the very blessed one. Abraham, right? Abraham. We say we want him as our father, right? <laughs> because he inherit, we also inherit everything. And the Jews, even the Arabs say, they also want Abraham as their father because he's super rich. Okay? So, if Abraham did what? Tithing and offerings, then we follow him. He didn't, wasn't under the law that time. Right? Before the law, right? Abraham is before Moses, huh? in case anyone don't know. <laughs> okay, so follow, follow the footsteps of your shepherd and the flock. So what Abraham did, let's do. Because what he has, then we will have. <laughs> All right? Yeah. So it's very simple. He tied. 
That is one area. Okay? He believed God. That is another area. Right? So we follow him. Already, for example, to follow. Right? The shepherd. Follow. The footstep. Footstep of the ancestors. So, if thou knowest not, O fair woman, get thee forth from the tra tracks, traces of the flock, and feed thy kids by the shepherd's dwelling. So the other part, okay, the first one is follow the footstep of your shepherd, all right, or our ancestors who know God. Lah, okay, the second one is the, we're able to feed our children or feed our kids by where? Feed them at the dwelling, the tent, the shepherd's dwelling. This word dwelling, Okay, this is the last one. All right. It's the word mish, mishka, mishkon, mishkon in Hebrew. And it means dwelling place, tabernacle. All right. So it has been translated ten, but the original is mishkan. So it's a dwelling place. Remember the tabernacle that God asked them to make a tabernacle, right? What was the purpose of the tabernacle? God wants to dwell with man, right? Because that time God sin, man is sinful, God's presence cannot come down. He come down or die. So God makes specific instructions to give to Moses to build up the tent, tabernacle, and later on the temple became a temple. But all same, right? You have the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies where his presence comes down. How does his presence come down? Cloud and fire like that, right? Light. You can see bright. Fire. Everything else is that one inside the tabernacle. Okay, so Mishkan is the dwelling place. That means God come down. Tabernacle is made up of four. I won't go in detail. Okay, so I'm just going through very uh, simple enough for you to catch something this morning. Made up of four Hebrew letters, which is the Mem. Okay, Hebrew read from right to left. All right, like like Chinese. So you have. Mem, Chin, so they spell it a bit different. Kaf, you will, you will see there are different type of like classical Chinese and then you have, you know, like that classical Hebrew, you have Paul, Paleo Hebrew, okay? So in the language, so you have Kaf, then the last one is Nun. Now, all of us like the Shin. Huh? <laughs> Very easy, right? The flames and the transformation. So remember, in the type, it's also transformation. Your, your whole financial situation will transform. That was, that's what it means. It's going to change, right? So the picture of uh, the first one, the mem, is something like water. Okay, uh, as, as I said, this is not the only meaning. I just take out a few. A lot of meanings are very interesting. Main meanings. It's, it speaks of provision, sustenance, food, rain. <clears throat> then you have the uh, the shin, we all know roughly, fire and uh, transformation. Okay. Again, there will be more. Tabernacle, a uh, noon is a uh, is the something that comes down from heaven. Noon is a alphabet, Hebrew alphabet that always speaks of from heaven, which is all the miraculous realm. When the character, the noon is in is inside a word, it's always speak of mirac miracles. Okay? Because from God. And then later on, we go into names. Ooh, very exciting. I think some of you need to change names. <laughs> because the Hebrew rabbi, you know, I listened to one recently, a few days ago. He was saying that the Jews, you know, because they know God, right, has different names and everything, right? So, and then a powerful meaning, 
uh, when they when they name a child, right? They're very careful to choose the character. Even Chinese, right? Do that because that name that is given is the person's destiny, right? The behavior, everything come up from that name. And because God is so rich, right? The name that we live in, that uh, for some of us we did, we are not Jews, and we didn't start like that. But after a while, we receive a lot. So that's why we get a new name, right? Paul's name from Saul to Paul, Abram to Abraham, Sarai to Sarah, right? So beautiful. When I heard the Sarai to Sarah, the way this rabbi explained it, oh, he said, why? As long as she's called Sarah, she cannot conceive the miracle one. Because she needed the last letter, the He, which is the, the breath of God. When she, the breath of God comes into her, the, the womb can conceive already. That's why God changed the name to Sarah. With add in the hay. So hay is not just grace. This last time, I never really studied it. After, so I just listen from here, listen to that. Oh, hay uh, is grace. No, it's so much more, the meaning, just than what we've been hearing. And when, you, when we go into it, you'll be just amazed. Miracles will begin to happen in your life when you understand, all right? The meanings of these uh, secret meanings of these Hebrew letters, and if we name it is in a child, that's why you know when I name myself, yeah, you know this is the destiny. The name of mine is from Greek, right? So your name, especially if it is a name from the Bible, <laughs> even more powerful, right? Because that's how God. He said there is a force. This rabbi said there's a spiritual force, right? Uh, that God put in these letters that he formed and created this whole universe, even in the Genesis chapter 1, right? The three letters, when he said in the beginning, in the Hebrew letters, he is using three forces in the three spiritual forces to bring forth the light, the heaven, the earth to happen. Let's go deeper next time, right? But it is so exciting, don't you think so? Yeah, your destiny, you know, this God that we have is not just a, Sleeping God, <laughs> okay? It's so powerful, it's so rich, right? And it all, he unveiled himself in his language, the Hebrew language, to the chosen people, the Jews. And today, those who want more deeper understanding and revelation as well as manifestation of God, right? Bringing it out to us, okay? So this is only a little bit. So the, the Mishkan, which is the dwelling place, right? Today we meet together, we are the dwelling place. Our heart is also the dwelling place. Individually, we have this tent, tabernacle inside, our spirit man, the heart. That Holy Spirit come and live in. That's why your heart can feel hot. <laughs> right? Holy Spirit come in. You feel warm, you feel hot. All right? And then you can laugh all the things, the manifestation, the anointing inside your heart. But when we gather together corporately, that is also a dwelling place, all right? Where the stronger anointing comes down on the people as they come together as one. So that is where life happens, miracle happens. God begins to healing take place. You know, the body, because God, when God comes down, you think we cannot get healed. <laughs> He's the doctor above doctors. He's Jehovah Rapha, right? So if Jehovah Rapha drops down into your heart, you immediately get healed. Right? So when presence of God comes in, the anointing the presence of God, the fire of God comes, then the miracles will begin to happen. The supernatural will happen. You want supernatural, right? 
Yeah, how to live in the natural is so boring, right? <laughs> eat, sleep, wake up, eat, sleep, sleep. Oh, boring. But when God comes in supernatural, miracle happened. The fire of God. Yesterday I talked about the, the word of God as fire in my bones. Jeremiah, prophecy, uh, prophesy, uh, okay. He cannot stop it. <laughs> the fire is in his heart. He just wants to burst it out, you know. He said, cannot hold it down. Okay, so the chin also got teeth, the hand, the noon. Remember, the noon is the book. After I look at this, then only I remember the top one. See, I didn't do it all by myself by following the sequence. When I did already, then I said, oh, okay. The calf, right, the calf is the palm of the hand. Then I, I realized it is the footstep, the calf. So amazing when Holy Spirit starts to teach you. So that's why you need to get to know who? Holy Spirit. <laughs> this is the greatest teacher. All right. So at least get to know him first. <laughs> All right. And then when he talks to you, he say, speak, huh? Uh, smart jewels for <laughs> your servant. Yes. <laughs> then you have to start to begin your journey with him. Right. He is there with you in Klong. Everywhere you go, first get to know him. Right. So and then you will grow in that revelation. So the calf or kuf or calf is the palm, right? The foot, the sole of the feet. And that is your, in the, in the juice, it's their priestly portion in the tabernacle. That is the use, their hand, all right? They take the, whatever the people brought. And as much as their hand can take it, that is their portion. So the calf is to take your blessing. Okay? That is your hand. It's supposed to reach out, right? Just now you read uh, Deuteronomy 28. As much as your hand set into whatever you can take with your hand, that is yours. That's I've given you. Whatever, same thing with the foot, right? Whatever you step on and you can use the power to take it, I give it to you. It's yours. That's what God said to Joshua, right? Okay. So reach out and take those blessings. Okay, in the world, God don't just let it stay there in the world, in the Bible. Ah, put it where? In your heart and in your mouth. Then you begin to create. That's when you are taking your blessings. Okay? And you just follow certain, certain cycle. Okay? That's the, the tabernacle, the potential to be used for the glory of God. So Deuteronomy 8.18 says what? I have given you the power to get well. So that power, right? That means... After he gives you the power, the potential is inside you. Every one of you got supernatural potential to get well. All right. And that's when you reach out. All right. And you start to do things that he tells you to do, whether it's what work or what job or whatever wisdom that he gives you. He's going to bless that. He said, I've given you. Whatever your hand reach out to do, I have given you. Okay. So the tabernacle was built on the earth, but it's actually a divine shadow type of something everlasting in the heavenlies. So God, possessor of heaven and earth. Now, whatever is happening in, Jesus said, what thy will be done as it is in heaven as on earth. So there is no lack in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven, right? Then it's the place where God dwells. So if God dwells here, will there be lack? Will there be sickness? Will there? But the only thing is, do we have God's presence? All right. So when we come in aware that the Holy Spirit and worship all the different footsteps, okay, to know the way of God, the teachings of God, right? Go around to get step by step 
understanding the realm of God. All right, understanding the cycles, right? In the financial side, it's tithing, right? And then after that, uh, sickness, right? It's all certain things need action. Actually, everything needs action. Faith without works is dead, right? So every promise, there is an action of faith inside. Okay, even you want to receive healing, there's an action. Start declaring that you're healed, right? Start declaring with the power of God in your mouth, okay? And believing in your heart. So everything has got an action in order to take hold of the blessings of God in the land of milk and honey. Good or not? So now you don't have to think, oh, will this blessing last? It's a cycle. You just keep doing it. Keep tithing. Keep meditating. Keep, you know, because uh, Joshua 1.8, they put inside here, right? To go into the promised land. What did God tell Joshua to tell the people? Meditate on my word day and night that you may observe. Look carefully, right? It says seek, right? To know him. Observe all the instructions of God, not by law, right? By grace one, instructions. And then follow. Follow one step at a time. Follow the steps that are taken there by all the sheep of God that have found the pasture in Christ. And we just follow. Follow step by step. We cannot be impatient. Okay, tomorrow I must have everything come down, drop down. <laughs> it's a cycle, correct? Just now you saw, right? The cycle. The path of righteousness is the circles, cycle of righteousness. We just follow. And we will get where? Up there. <laughs> right? They go uphill, right? The shepherd take the sheep round uphill. This is not the round and round in the wilderness one. <laughs> this is the cycle that we follow that is ordained by God in the spiritual realm, manifesting in the natural realm. And you will experience what? Miracles, right? In the presence of God. That's what we are here today. Amen? So it's not one time we meet, then uh, 10 years later we meet, right? <laughs> we want the presence of God all the time. Right? Each time that we can come together, meet. So the ending is in the tent, in the dwelling place. That's where his blessings are. That's where his, the work of the Holy Spirit is. Mm -hmm. Understand? Mm 